Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Good morning, Walter. How are you, sir? Doing well. Doing well. Always good good to talk to you. Always good to talk to you. We'll just do the basic countdown, and we'll go right into this taping. Shouldn't be more than 15 or 20 minutes, right? Sounds good. Three, two, one. And welcome back to The Balance. It's Super Bowl Sunday. How exciting is it to start your Super Bowl with us? We don't interfere with any of your festivities. We've been doing this uh, for years, for years. Thank you, Ed Kratz, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles and SI.com for joining us earlier. Adam Jividen also joined us to break down uh, the Bengals and the Rams. But joining us now is a very good friend of the show and a very, very special friend, fan of the Cincinnati Bengals, Mr. Walt Ferber, WITZ, down in Jasper, Indiana. How are you, sir? Good morning. Doing well, Tom, and always better when I'm talking to you, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate it. You don't even have to wear a mask when you talk to me. You know, I, I, I want to I take you back uh, to January 1989. Phil Collins had the top song in America, Two Hearts. Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman uh, were in the Rain Man. And in Cincinnati, Ohio, the Bengals were headed to the Super Bowl for the second time. And they played Miami facing uh, and in San Francisco. Uh, but long wait since 1989. And you have the weapons to, to have it. So as a fan right now, we'll break down all the X's and O's here in a second. I know because I follow you on Facebook, you were super excited to see uh, the Bengals in the Super Bowl. A lot of people around this area, I live in Indianapolis, I know you're down in Jasper, are excited for the Cincinnati Bengals. Tell us what you're, what you're feeling right now. Well, it's, it's, it's something. Uh, I've been a Bengals fan since they were an expansion club in the National Football League and uh, have followed them a long time, have, <clears throat> pardon me, been a little frustrated with uh, the lack of success the team sure. has had over a period of years. But uh, Joe Burrow being brought into the River City and uh, bringing his, uh, his old running mate, Jamar Chase, they've brought a new excitement uh, to the team. They have energized uh, the city of Cincinnati, and I am extremely, uh, extremely happy with with what the team has uh, what the team has done, 
and uh, the way the ownership and the team have handled the success this year. Uh, they're turning in what could to be uh, be uh, not only a successful team for this year, but with the building blocks they have. <coughs> Pardon me, Tom. They could be successful no, for a very long period of time. Well, I tell you what. You gotta like Joe Burrow. He's got a lot of pizzazz. Uh, the memes that, that that go around are plentiful with Joe Burrow. The one I like is where he's wearing his chain and the big coat, and it says, "Hey, the Super Bowl shuffle's already happened" or something. But he is a great quarterback. He wins everywhere he goes. The second-year quarterback has the Bengals playing in their first Super Bowl, as I mentioned, since 1988, with a chance to give Cincinnati its first franchise uh, Super Bowl. Uh, a win in Super Bowl 56 over the Rams would also make Burrow one of the most accomplished players in college and NFL. Uh, he, we, if he does get the trifecta, it would be the first time to ever be able to do that and to get, to get a Super Bowl, a national uh, championship, and a Heisman Trophy. So talk with us a little bit about quarterback uh, Joe Burrow. And let's talk about the matchup. Let's get into the X's and O's. Matthew Stafford is also a very accomplished quarterback. Actually, there's a little bit of similarity between the two in some ways. The thing that I like about Joe Burrows is uh, he's he's always going to play with a little bit of chip on his shoulder. And he still remembers that he was not good enough to be the starting quarterback at Ohio State. And that even to become a starting quarterback at the Division I level, he had to who uh, went to LSU, and uh, I, I, there's a part of him that always remembers that part where he's not good enough, and I think there is a confidence in what Joe Burrows does, uh, but there is not what I would call an over-arrogance. So you've got both the quarterbacks, Joe Burrows for the Bengals and Matthew Stafford for the, for the Rams, that uh, that have a little chip on their shoulders. I tell you, Stafford had uh, a great deal of statistical success with the Detroit Lions, but was known, <coughs> pardon me, as never being able to win the big game. So both these quarterbacks, I think, have some similarities. Uh, Burroughs uh, has ice water in his veins. Does not have does not have a problem in stepping up to the uh, for, to the big moment, and I think is really relishing uh, being from Ohio originally himself. I think he's relishing the opportunity to resurrect this Bengals franchise, and uh, I think he's happy right where he is. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a heck of a ball game. And uh, you know the way I look at it, Cincinnati's kind of playing with house money, as they have been the last several weeks. Mm-hmm. So. For the most part, whatever happens, as long as uh, he doesn't get injured tomorrow, it, it, or it, for, the, for the Super Bowls we're doing this, I should say, today, uh, it's going to be a good day. Yeah, absolutely. And I do appreciate, you know, for the record, you are taping with us on Saturday and uh, with the show, uh, the specials on Sunday. Uh, but we do appreciate you, you joining us. Another, this, this field is full of really talented players. L.A. went out, backed up the, the Brinks truck, if you will, and got some of the most talented players in the NFL. Hopefully for them, you know, I speaking from the neutral aspect here in a minute, I will, I mean, later on, I will be given, uh, my pick, but I think everybody knows pretty much who my pick is, and 
we think the same uh, we think the same thoughts, Walter. I'll just uh, leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it's been a scrappy uh, kind of a playoff se- season. I mean, really, the Rams are have been nipping. Let's just say both teams worked their way in there and scrapped their way in there, and 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 that was because of the beast that they have on both sides of, of the ball. We talked about uh, Sonny Michael and Joe Mixon, two very very good uh, talented. Uh, players, but I like Joe Mixon. Heck, I mean, he did me good in uh, fantasy football, so we, we got to <laughs> like him a little bit. <laughs> well, Joe, I, I'm happy. I'm happy for Joe Mixon. He uh, he's been a staple on this Bengal squad for several years. I actually moved into the starting lineup, and uh, when you look at what Mixon has done, combination of a running and passing game for the Bengals, uh, the offensive line is. Uh, is a work in progress. Let's just say with Cincinnati, these guys work very, very hard. They uh, play team football. They're honestly a little better run blockers than they are pass blockers. Mixon has been able to find the hole and accelerate, and has been able to make some lemonade, so to speak. And uh, uh, in the quarterback spot, Burrow, uh, most of the tosses he have, uh, Joe Burrow has become very adept at getting rid of the football quickly. So you're not going to, with Cincinnati, you're not going to do any more than count one to two, and uh, Burrow's going to get rid of the football. But uh, uh, the overall talent, I mean, if you're looking at overall talent on the board, uh, when you look at, uh, at both offensive and defensive sides of the football, the line, the receivers and everything, uh, there's more depth and there's more talent uh, no doubt about that in, in with the Los Angeles Rams. But if you look at what uh, the Bengals have gone up against the last two weeks in facing the number one and the number two seed, uh, they've faced teams with superior talent for the last two weeks. So, uh, it, like I said, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. And I, from what I've seen and, and heard around the Bengals' uh, program, <clears throat> they are uh, they're going in with house money uh, for the football game today. They're going to be loose, and I think the fact that there's going to be a lot pressure, less pressure on the Bengals and the Rams is, I think, going to really play into the hands of the Bengals. Talking with Walt Ferber from down in WITZ in Jasper land. Uh, let me ask you this real quick, uh, Walt, before we get into some of these other uh, uh X's and O's. Would it be bigger for you for the Bengals to win the Super Bowl than the St. Louis Cardinals to win the World Series? I think I know your answer, but I want to. I thought I'd ask you anyway. That would be that would be close. Uh, uh, and uh, you know, and I'm going for 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 two. I've become close with the St. Louis Cardinals. They uh, they allowed me to throw out the first pitch. Uh, uh, the year I remember last that. Yeah. in a game with the Chicago Cubs. So I'm forever grateful to the Cardinals for that. I have a lot of friends that are Cardinals fans. My uh, country station, our country station, WQKZ, is a Cardinals affiliate, so I'm happy with, with them. I've been a Bengals fan since the inception, and my new daughter-in-law, my youngest son, John, uh, married Terry. Uh, it's been a, a year and a half back now. She is from Cincinnati. And uh, is a, lo- a long-time Bengals fan herself. Grew up in Cincinnati. Uh, went to college at the University of Dayton, 
And uh, that's kind of a family thing. I have an ally in my family now with the Bengals. So I can say from, from a familial standpoint with, uh, with my, my youngest son and daughter-in-law, uh, it would be it would be a little better to see the Bengals win win the Super Bowl championship, but uh, but uh, a lot of friends with the Cardinals, uh, they have been very very good to me over the years, and would certainly be happy to see the Cardinals win a World Series. So it's kind of a push, maybe a, maybe a slight edge for the Bengals uh, tomorrow. I think you know this about me. I'm also a very, very big Cardinals fan. I've been following them uh, since I was a, a child, you know. But, uh, yeah. And so, Walt Farber, Hall of Fame uh, uh, radio broadcaster. Now, Walt, you grew up in New Albany, didn't you? That is correct. That's what I thought. See, I'm up, I'm up on the Walt, Walt uh, Farber trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was such thing. <laughs> we just started it. I'll write, I'll write the book about it. Let's get back to the X's and O's. We, we, we talk about Cooper Coop. And I mean, again, fantasy football god there. And, and uh, uh, Jamar Chase. Good matchups between these two. Another big, uh, two big beasts on the field. Uh, you got to like what Jamar Chase is doing. Uh, talk with us a little bit about Coop because, I mean, you got to think that the Bengals are going to have to double-team this guy and maybe throw in Wilt or whatever to, to, to make that happen. But if they double-team, that's going to create a serious defensive hole for the Bengals that the Rams could manipulate. So you got to take <laughs> Coop very, very seriously. Well, well, that, yes and, and no. Uh, Cup's a, a, is a heck of an athlete and a wide receiver. But uh, it seems to me, if I remember correctly, the Rams also picked up this fella who used to play for the New York Giants, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., that may be considered the best, one of the best pure receivers uh, in the history of the National Football League. Oh yeah. So if you oh, if yeah. you if you double up on him, I don't like the idea myself. I think that Beckham could end up doing more damage to the Bengals than Cup in, in, in that game tomorrow. So. Uh, it is going to be what is going to be very, very important for the Bengals is getting pressure on Matthew Stafford and making Matthew Stafford uncomfortable with the receiving core that they have. Uh, if Stafford's able to eat his lunch in the backfield, it's going to be a tough day for the for the Bengals. <clears throat> but Matthew Stafford, uh, who has been a nice difference from them is, let us say, not the most mobile uh, mobile quarterback in the history of the National mm-hmm. Football League. And I foresee uh, some, uh, from the defensive front the Bengals put out, some stunts, uh, some blitzes, <coughs> and doing, pardon me, doing everything they can to make sure that Mr. Stafford is maybe spending part of the day on the seat of his pants and is not comfortable and if he's not able to get rid of the football or throw comfortably, it really doesn't matter uh, how good his receiving core is. Well, one thing you can you can hopeful we all like the birth of new babies. Uh, Odell Beckman Jr. is on standby for the birth of his first child. He says he's going to play. We're going to assume that he will. But you know, the birth of a, of a first child, they said he. Uh, there's also talk that he may uh, not be at the game. So 
where you can hope for the birth of a new baby. We all we all like to have a new I baby. I would be very I would be very surprised if Odell if Odell Beckham too. Jr. is not at the Super Bowl. I, I definitely would. That would be, be very, very surprised. Well, even if it wasn't Odell Beckman Jr., you don't get the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl a lot yeah. in your career, and like, well, unless you're Tom Brady. But that's a, that's another story. Uh, but uh, you know, so I, I would think that he would be. You know, you gotta sometimes these social media stories. You know, you know how they can get out of hand. Let's talk a little bit about the injuries. The Rams are dealing more with the injuries than the Bengals, and your Bengals really the only one that I see here that that. I think might even be an issue, and that, and that's uh, your uh, 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 tight end. Um, well, I got a brain fart, and I can't pronounce his name. Help me out, uh, Walt. Uzamata. Uzamata. That's right. Yeah. I always want to say he, uh, he is supposedly <laughs> recuperating well, and from what I heard, it's a game time decision, but it looks pretty good for him to play. All right, fantastic. We've been talking with Walt Ferber, WITC down in Jasper. Uh, been following the Bengals his whole life, uh, you know, from down there in New Albany. And I know you've been in radio since the early 70s, so you've seen it all, been there, done it all. But this today, because we're taping this, uh, but today, uh, the Bengals and the Rams, uh, let's go ahead and get your official pick. We usually wrap them all up together, but we're taped, we had to tape you and Adam uh, so uh, let's go ahead and get your official pick. I, I think I might know what it is, but let's go ahead and hear it officially from Walt Furber. <laughs> okay, Bengals are going to pull it off their first Super Bowl win. 33-27 will be the final. Oh, I think it's going to be a scrappy. I don't think it's going to be another one of these overtime wins that both teams experienced in, in the playoffs. Let's talk real quickly about the playoffs in itself and how they get, how each team got there. Because, you know, the Rams and the Bengals scrapped their way all the way through the playoffs. And let's, let's face it, probably you included, when they went into overtime, I thought, oh, my God, here comes Patrick Mahomes going to do what Patrick Mahomes does. Is it, did you have that thought pattern? Uh, a little bit, but uh, but I also know that whatever adjustments the uh, the defensive folks for Cincinnati made, uh, Patrick Mahomes looked like Patrick Mahomes in the first half, and in the second half he was off balance. The co- the the Bengals defense kept him off balance big time in the second half, and they as I was talking about about what I wanted to see them do against Stafford, they made Mahomes uncomfortable. And the the uh, I wasn't vastly surprised because he was throwing off his back foot a good portion of the second half and watching uh, watching that interception. So uh, I had a pretty good feeling all the way around it. You know, once the Bengals got the game in in OT, I had a good feeling that they were gonna uh, no matter what they were gonna get the victory. Well, I tell you what, I. I... You had a lot more confidence uh, than I did, that's for sure. But and you know what, I had I I, I got sucked in, just like with all the the play by play in the national media when they were showing uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes just kind of in a way sort of beat his chest when he went to overtime. Because I mean, we we just think about how they put the Bucks out and how how just Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I just thought I said Bucks. I meant Bill. Uh, I got it all backwards. My brain is fried. Uh, but either which way, who would have expected in those in those new overtime rules would have actually played 
for the benefit of uh, the uh, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, although I guess the Bills should have never been there in the first place. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could rewind all, all, day, all day long. Real quickly here before I, I let you go, just a couple things here. Uh, the Colts, I know you're in Indiana with me. Our, my Colts out, gone, a lot of changes going on. What do you observe about the Colts? Obviously, Carson Wentz is something that needs to be talked about. To my knowledge right now, he's still going to be there. But you got to know that, that the Colts are going to try to woo guys like Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and what have you uh, to the Colts. If they can do it, I don't know that getting rid of Carson Wentz is going to be a, a big hefty uh, thing. Uberflus went up to the Bears, so we've you know, we've got a new defensive coordinator. There's some other changes that are probably coming. As you look at the Colts season, it's disappointing start, disappointing loss. The sandwich in the middle, the meat in the middle, pretty good. Uh, there's not a – you know, I'm not as big a Carson Wentz hater as, as many. I think that he kind of struggled a little at the end of the of the year. I don't think there's a lot that has to be fixed. They still have one of the best offensive lines in the National Football League. Uh, Taylor was the FedEx uh, running back of the year in the NFL. Uh, you know, I, I would not be crushed if they have to have Carson Wentz behind center. I really don't know if uh, if Indianapolis would what I would call be a, a spot that Aaron Rodgers would want to end up in. But, uh, you know, there are only so many really good quarterbacks in the National Football League. Uh, I don't see Andrew Luck coming out of retirement. Uh, so, in essence, if it's not going to be a horrible thing if Carson Wentz is back another year. Uh, I think that uh, he is better than a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. And with a ground-heavy uh, attack, there's there's no reason – that the Colts can't have a successful season. They stubbed their toe at the wrong time. They threw their clanker in the wrong game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it ended up costing them. But uh, I don't think they have a a whole lot of distance to go to get better, and I'm looking forward. I think they'll have a great year next year. Tom Brady's retirement. Any comments? I have not ever been a Tom Brady fan, but I do respect what he's done, what what he accomplished yeah. in the National Football League is incredible. I don't know if he's retired. I've heard plans that uh, he's working to become a San Francisco 49er, and uh, ah. would not be surprised. Would not be surprised if uh, oh. Brady is back in the NFL. But if he's retired, there, there's he's certainly a man that has deserved that that deserves to be able to to uh, chalk it down. I had not heard that rumor. But, you know, if it comes from Walt Ferber, there's got to be some truth in there somewhere. Uh, today, are you going to have yourself some Cincinnati chili? What's on your Super Bowl menu, sir? Well, it's a, it's a quiet day. Uh, and like I said, I, I, my voice is not at 100%. Uh, my wife and I are both battling a little bit of illness. I'm coming off pneumonia the last couple of oh. weeks. So we're going to have a low-key day. And uh, my wife, who's put up with me for over 40 years, has a special menu planned, and uh, we're we're gonna hang with uh, we're gonna hang with uh, our new dog Josie and our two cats, nice. and uh, have a nice peaceful day, and hopefully celebrate a, a Bengal Super Bowl. And my guess is we'll probably have some FaceTime with uh, 
with uh, my youngest son and his wife, Carrie, uh, in Sullivan Island, South Carolina, where they are nice. now. And uh, it, 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 it's going to be it's going to be a good day. And uh, hopefully we can enjoy uh, a Bengals victory. But it's going to be a good Sunday. Certainly, any way you any way you look at it. Well, I, I've seen pictures of Josie. It looks like a, a good friend for you. And you're a good friend of the show. Walt Ferber, I hope you get to feeling better. And I hope that the Cincinnati Bengals get a victory and we can all celebrate that together. And I hope you have yourself a great uh, Super Bowl day. Thank you for joining us on a Saturday morning to take this. And, again, I hope you get to feeling better. My thoughts and prayers are with you and your family. Tom, it is always a pleasure. <laughs> all right, buddy. We'll talk with you soon. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office More than once actually Do I have to say? Yes you do In the car before my kids PTA meeting Really? Yes Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky I never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.